Welcome to the friendliest campus in the South. Shotgun, Blanchard, one back set. Rolls right. Pressure coming. Throws. Middleton got To the gym of the hills. He lifts it to left. That one's pretty well hit. All on the run. That ball is gone. Home of the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. This is your podcast for JSU Sports. High fly ball, center field. It is back. It's out of here. With your hosts, Brandon Owens and Cody Hooks, this is Cocky Nation. Here's Cooper, four-man rush for Florida State, going to cut it loose. Phil Yaw Johnson caught it inside the 10. Phil Yaw Johnson on his feet. He'll cut back, and Jacksonville State has won at the horn. <sighs> Welcome back, FCS fans, Nation, and JSU fans, to the Cocky Nation podcast. It is your hosts, Cody and Brandon, back at it. We have been in sabbatical for a while. Uh, life changes for the two of us. Um, I think the last time, last time we were on, and it's been a minute. Uh, last time we've been on, uh, I am currently now married. I got married. He was. Uh, oh, he was in my wedding. Um, so it was a fun time. It was a fun time. Uh, so I got married. Um, I have moved schools to a different uh, different location. Not going to say where that is, uh, just for my privacy, if you don't mind. Um, and then on top of that, you know, just life has been super busy and uh, got an upgrade from my side. Um, got a, an official microphone. Now I'm not using just this headphone thing anymore. And life is life has been good. Brandon, what about you? Yeah, we. I think the last time we recorded was like in. March, something like that. It was it was before. Yeah, we didn't even do like a season finale. We we like prepared for it and never did it because we were life hit us hard. Yes, Yes. life hit us Uh, hard. He was was... adulting sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but ever since then, like where I'm where I'm a visual instructor at, like I did the indoor percussion and we took third in our first year in our class at, uh, in the circuit that we competed in. So that was nice. Um, applied for teaching jobs, came up short, um, on two interviews that I had. Um, but, um, went right back to normal with the school that I'm working at since I couldn't find a teaching job. And let me tell you, the high school marching band world is not ready for the improvements of this band program. I'm excited to see it and I will be able to see it. Um, so I'm excited. I for that. know. I can't wait for you to see it. <laughs> yeah. It's I, I miss, I miss band. I'm not super involved anymore. Unfortunately, um, I've actually entered the coaching world a little bit more hey. um, and married life. So, you know, those things happen uh, just, for forewarned for any of you that are not a part of it. But of course, to start our new season, we had to start off right off the bat with the one of the probably best wins. Obviously, not the best game, but it still made all of us super excited to watch Jacksonville State beat 
Florida State in that game last year. And so that's that's how we had to really start about it. And especially because what's the biggest thing that's happening to Jacksonville State in the next year or so? We are transferring to the FBS, going to Conference USA. And we're also going to be talking a little bit about that as well, because I know several of you probably have questions about that because Mm -hmm. we were part of FCS Fan Nation. What are we going to do about that? So I think Brandon and I have come to the conclusion that our, uh, our connection with FCS Fan Nation will never go away. We will love and appreciate everything that they've done for us, Mm -hmm. but we do know that in the future, if they're not part of the SCS, we're going to have to, you know, kind of not necessarily rebrand, but kind of transition into that different world. So we are mm-hmm. going to be talking about a little bit about that uh, for the FBS. And then we're going to really focus in on uh, this next coming year, because this is also a big year because we have a uh, first year SCS farewell tour and it's uh, Rich Rodriguez's uh, first season as a football coach. We'll dive into that a little bit more. Um, and we're not the only ones. Sam Houston is also making that transition, um, which we will touch on them a little bit because mm-hmm. there has been some Twitter blow up about the name of the rivalry that has been coming. And oh, I yeah. absolutely love the name that has been come up with. It mm-hmm. makes no sense and it makes it that much better. Oh, yeah. And definitely we'll, we'll dive in some other Big topics. Um, and then also talking about Rich Rodriguez, I didn't know, uh, Brandon, I don't know if you know about this yet, uh, that he and uh, Mike Paris uh, have a podcast. I that they saw do. that today. Yeah. Um, and interesting enough, I will actually be in the Jacksonville area on Monday nights because one of my classes will be um, held on Monday nights. So depending on what happens i won't i probably won't be able to make it over there every week but mm-hmm. i'll i'll try to make it over there for a couple of the uh shows at least yeah and uh i mean that is your job to talk to rich rodriguez and see if we can't do a collab one time um but enough talk about what we're going to talk about let's actually get into it so the first thing that we're going to talk about is what's been changing in the football world since let's see, February, ever since, uh, I mean, February, March, when we heard the biggest announcement, which was USC and UCLA. No, 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 that was June. That was, was June. It June. It was June. Was it it was most recent. Good Lord. I feel like it's been forever, but it feels like it, but it, it's been what, two months since that announcement's weird. been made. Yeah. But regardless, USC, so Southern California and UCLA are making their way to the Big Ten. And then uh, Notre Dame is also looking at the Big Ten, but they're also looking in other places apparently as well. So that's one big thing that's been happening. Okay, We've been seeing uh, conferences change. We've been hearing a lot about the Pac-12, what's going to happen with them. We've also heard – And the Big 12. Uh, There was a lot of rumors about the SEC growing even bigger than what we are now, but uh, the commissioner put a stop to that as well. But I think at least for the time being, for the time being. But I think one thing that we need to focus on, especially since we're moving to that conference, is Conference USA, because that's our next destination. That's our home. We're not the only ones. Liberty's going. Sam Houston is going. Isn't New Mexico? New Mexico State. New Mexico State. 
There's one more. I can't remember who it is. That's it. Um, That's four. That's four. Okay. Liberty, same Houston, JSU, and New Mexico State. Yeah. So we're all making this change. Now, obviously, we're not focusing on Conference USA this year because we're still in the FCS. Mm -hmm. But what is going to be the future of the Conference USA? Do you think it's going to be effective? Brandon, what are your thoughts? Well, ever since UCLA and USC made the announcement that they were going to the Big Ten, like everybody, like real, the realignment train was like halted for a little bit. And then because of this, it just restarted up. Everybody was wondering what was going to happen to the SEC because everybody's starting to think there's going to be like two super conferences now and it's going to be the Big Ten and the SEC. The the FBS split was brought up again. Um, uh, people were starting to wonder if other uh, Pac-12s were going to follow to the uh, Big Ten or if they were going to go to the Big 12, which there's there's a whole lot that we're oh, yeah. going to unpack. Um, and then also the Big 12 wondering where do they fit in in all this. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just start with the fact that USC and UCLA made the announcement that they're going to the Big Ten in 2024. Yeah, 2024. Yeah. And not long after that, Oregon and Washington applied for the Big Big Ten, but then the Big Ten was trying to renegotiate their uh, big TV deal. And now that we have some insight after Notre Dame's name was brought into this, if they were going to go to the Big Ten... Um, they were also considering from what I have read, they were considering the sec as well, which I mean, Notre Dame, in my opinion, would fit in, in, in either conference, they would fit in perfectly in either conference. They're more geographically fit for the big 10, but based on tradition and their, their ability to compete, they would fit in nicely with the sec as well, but that would take Mm -hmm. the sec into big 10 country which could cause some drama right there. Um, so now that the Big Ten has kind of finalized what their TV deal is, um, NBC, who has a contract with Notre Dame, um, is in on this Big Ten TV deal. And it hasn't been announced yet, but that kind of solidifies, in my opinion, that Notre Dame will most likely join the Big Ten. When will they announce that they're joining the Big Ten? We don't know. But it kind of solidifies the fact that they're going to the Big Ten mm-hmm. at some point or another. Now, here's where it gets juicy and where it could possibly affect not only Conference USA, but bringing up some FCS teams that should be at the FBS level to compete in either Conference USA or uh, the Mountain West. So, the Pac-12 apparently got dealt a take-it-or-leave-it deal from ESPN. I think it's $24 million per team um, in revenue. Um, and that basically is kind of like we ha- we don't know if that deal has been like made or not, but we know that offer has been made. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said... Um, it's people seem to think that the Pac-12 is going to stay put. Now, the Big 12 has contacted Oregon, Washington, Utah, 
Arizona, Arizona State, and Colorado to join the big the Big Twelve. I don't think Oregon and Washington are going to go to the Big Big Twelve. They want to go to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. The other four schools, on the other hand, if they're wanting a way out, they need to go to the Big Big Twelve. That point blank simple. Yeah. They need to go to the Big Twelve. Um. If that happens, if the Pac-12 wants to survive, they're going to have to pull teams from the Mountain West. Well, also, with the problem with that is the Pac-12 would have to get rid of their academic standards because there's not very many West Coast uh, Research One institutions um, to basically refill the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Um so, if that were to happen, then the Mountain West would probably contact teams like UTEP and New Mexico State, which Conference USA is already looking at possibly expanding to 12 teams. Not in the near future, or not like next year, but mm-hmm. in the future, they're looking to expand back to 12 teams, even 14 teams, possibly. With those two teams gone, you're going to have some FCS call-ups. If the Pac-12 starts raiding the Mountain West, the Mountain West will have some some FCS options, along with pulling New Mexico State and UTEP into the Mountain West. So, it's it's a it's a lot to unpack. Well, uh, see, but I me, think like, I think that somewhat scratches the surface. And see, for me, like the big issues is, issues that I have, and I constantly point this out. And yes, I've heard all the excuses and things like that. But explain to me, and I'm not asking like to actually explain to me, but rhetorically, explain to me why Sam Houston State, Jacksonville State, JMU, mm-hmm. and other major FCS teams have already made the change to go to the FBS. Yes, it may be the group of five. It might not be the power five. But explain to me why those teams are going to take the step forward. But North Dakota State and South Dakota State and all those other teams that have been doing phenomenal aren't going to make that change. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I get it. And and I'm not hating on NDSU fans. I love you guys. You're amazing. You have a great team. Okay? But are you just getting comfortable because you know you can win? Well, okay. So... I, I went back and listened to some past F, FCS Fans Nation uh, uh, episodes from the offseason, mm-hmm. and one of them was talking about NDSU making the jump to FBS, and that was literally right after... Um, that, excuse me. That, that was literally right after this announcement was made about UCLA and USC. Right. And... Apparently, a lot of the fan base is now wanting to go FBS. So, I mean, if you're wanting to go FBS, I mean, I know you don't want to join Conference USA, and JSU fans are also in the same boat, but we're more content with our move because there's not another... Like, the Sun Belt is not going to offer us a spot now because they're at, what, 14 teams now? Yeah, see, and, that, and here, that's the conference we initially wanted to be in. Either that so or the American. 
Right. And so here's here's my thought process on all of this. If you are an FCS team and you know that you're good in the FCS, so I'm considering teams like Eastern Washington, NDSU, SCSU. Sorry, Kyler. Kyler agrees with me. Eastern will not make the jump. No, I'm just just listing teams, okay? So Eastern Washington, NDSU, SCSU, kind of Montana, Montana State. You you catch my drift. This is the perfect time, the perfect time for FCS teams that are doing really well to make the jump. Now, let me explain why, okay? Because, and this kind of ties into us as the Conference USA. This was the perfect time for JSU to do this. Number Mm -hmm. one, got a new coach. Number two, what's about to happen in the FBS? First off, there's possibly a split, okay, where the Power 5 teams are are about to turn into one giant super conference or something Mm -hmm. like that, okay? But even then, if they don't, the other big rumor that's coming along now, they did make the decision recently, and I heard the uh, heard the decision at least for right now. But there is still talks about expanding the college playoff yeah, to I not just either, four teams to twelve teams. Well, it was either what, twelve or sixteen. Yeah, twelve I think to sixteen. I think they're voting on twelve, but I think the ultimate goal is to get to sixteen. Right. So the point is, though, that yes. Do I think that uh, – do, do I believe that JSU uh, would make it to the college playoffs? No. But what I'm – what I not mean Unless we though, win our conference. Not unless we win our conference. But the fact of the matter is, is that this is an opportunity for the group of five conferences that have solid, really good teams that don't get looked at mm-hmm. to have an opportunity. Now, yes – those FCS teams that they joined a group of five or a power five conference in the FBS, are they going to do super well their first year? Probably not. Let's just be honest. You got the Big Ten, the SEC, even the ACC. But the fact of the matter is, is that this is the time to build, get better, and then boom, you could be one of those 12 or 16 teams. You could. Mm-hmm. If you have a solid, I mean, look at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Did the unthinkable, made it to the uh, to the playoffs. Did they win? Absolutely not. But they showed out. This mm-hmm. is the perfect time. I applaud JSU, and I said this before. I applaud JSU. Now, at first I was a little hesitant, but the more that I thought about it, I was like, you know, this is actually a really good idea. This is time for us to grow. Mm-hmm. This year is the year that Rich Rodriguez needs to show up and show out, mm-hmm. show that we deserve to be in the FBS, which I mm-hmm. do think that we do, and then go from there. Like, this is the perfect time. If you're an FCS team and you are considering going into the FBS, do it. Just well, do it. Well, your comparison of or what you said about the group of five not being able to compete right away. It's a lot like the FCS playoffs where you have the big three, the big sky, Missouri Valley mm-hmm. and colonial. And then you have that tier of the next three teams before the a sun was even a, a football conference. Mm-hmm. You had the OVC Southland and big South. The it, Well, okay. I'll, I'll throw big South out of there and put SoCon in there. Those next three is basically like the group of five. We were nipping on the heels of the big three the entire time, some more than others. 
not the OVC. Um, but you had us in the OVC that was basically pushing that conference to get better because why? We were the team to beat every year. We won the conference, what, five years in a row? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it easily carries over into the FBS. Easily carries over. I mean, it's, again, I, I've i stated my case. I understand that I do not have the power invested in me to tell other FCS teams what they need to do and what not to do, but you cannot tell me that this is the perfect time, okay? You get good in your conference, possibly move conferences, because if everything is just, again, happening the way that it's supposed to, then we're going to continue to see those shifts happen. So again, I just, it, it is the perfect time. And so that, that is where I'm leaving that because again, we are still FCS. So my, my, uh, my mentality is I think we've covered pretty much all of this and I think we need to get to, uh, JSU specifically and the FCS, if you agree. Mm-hmm. So here is um, here's the biggest news. Okay, so now we're transitioning to JSU activities and as far as athletics. And the biggest story that came out it came out in April of this year, April twenty or May. Yeah, yeah, it was April twenty. I'm actually looking at. It. I'll tell you why I looked at it uh, in oh just gosh. a second. You know why. Um, So we got the announcement that in 2024, in 2024, Jacksonville State, the true Gamecocks, just saying, Uh is going to play South Carolina in South Carolina. And it's going to be a cockfight. Your boy will be in Columbia, South Carolina. Your boy is going to Columbia, South Carolina. So just to kind of go off a tangent. So when this announcement came up, uh, Brandon and I were coming up with some really good uh, rivalry names. Uh, so let's see, we had Cockfight. Um, our cocks are better than your cocks. Are you cocky enough? Who's the bigger cock? Cock v. Cock. Um, chicken Fight is another really good I one. I kind of like that one. The, um, the best. <laughs> uh, C-O-C-K. Can our cocks kick ass? Um, uh, for all the marbles, for all the cocks, um, okay. Cockadoodle do our cocks are better than you. Uh, foul play battle for the coop flock to the cocks, uh, black out the cocks, uh, head of the cocks. I had a lot. Uh, chicken run is another really good. I uh, think the best one is battle for the coop. I like the battle for the coop. Um, that's that's probably my favorite one, but I'm and excited. even though if this doesn't happen every year, like there there needs to be a name for this. Literally, I, I mean, we're the only two universities in the NCAA with the with nickname Gamecocks. Gamecocks. I think that this is like you can't tell me that JSU. And South Carolina. Oh, it's been not a time just, coming. This, you can't tell me that they just sat down, probably, you know, drinking a whiskey or something, and they go, you know, we should play each other. Be a cockfight. 
Like, you can't tell me that didn't happen. Like, it just makes sense, man. Like, it this is a long sense. time coming. And so, I like, I was talking well, to some of Well, we've played my... each other in other sports. Yeah. So, like, it's just been a long time coming for football. I was actually talking to uh, several of my South Carolina friends uh, and some of my Georgia friends that are right on uh, the border yeah. in Augusta. And they were just telling me how, like, oh, we're going to get our butt whooped and stuff like that. I was like, two years. We got two years. You never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Never know. South Carolina may be absolute crap, and we might have a shot. Exactly. Now I don't know. South Carolina is looking pretty decent this year, but I I think this is going. But I want to win this game. (laughs) But that's that's now the uh, the 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 quarterback that they have is going to go into the draft this next year. So they're going to lose them. So we don't know what's going to happen. But I think this is a unique opportunity for JSU and for South Carolina, because I think we should make this an ongoing thing. Now, maybe not every year, but at least uh, once or, you know, once every other year or something like that. Yeah. Um, So we have them uh, in 2023 and 2024. We're going to be playing uh, Eastern Michigan. uh, Okay. So I know this one is like Eastern Michigan is not a good football team Mm -hmm. and their facilities are not that great. Um, we actually have a bigger football stadium than than they do, and we're TV. not gonna make it bigger. Um, yeah. Um, anyways, um, I'm actually excited for this matchup. I really mm-hmm. am. I think it's going to be a good first test in the group of five mm-hmm. to see where we actually stand. Because recently, Eastern Michigan has been either they're good or either they're really good or they're really bad. Yeah, so I'm excited about it, too. And then the last matchup that we're going to have planned for 25 and 26, 2025 and 2026, Mm -hmm. is Georgia Southern. Now, I have friends that go to Georgia Southern. I do, too. I have friends that are alumni. Yep. And so I'm excited for this game, especially because it's not that far down the road. Like, Uh -uh. it is not that far down the road for for JSU fans. I was about to say, depending on where you go, it it may be far. But, like, from Jacksonville itself, it's, what, four or five hours? It's Mm -hmm. not that far. So, I I think this is going to be another really good matchup. Again, it's several years away, so we don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know if they're going to be great. We don't know if they're going to be bad. I mean, who knows? But I think... Like overall, it's still going to be a really good matchup. Um, so the next thing that we want to talk about is who would you, Brandon, like to see complete our 2023 football schedule? Coastal Carolina. Really? The off-brand Gamecocks. The Chanticleers? Yes. You know, did, did, okay, so we played them I, not long ago. We played in 2016, didn't we it, not? We won by one point. Yeah. <laughs> It was their last year before they moved up to the FBS. <laughs> and then they got good. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I actually made a poll on. Was it Cocky Nation? Oh, by the way, I also run the the um, SSN, uh, the Sideline Sports Network, uh, Jacksonville State page. So Mm. it was either on that or Cocky Nation. I think it was on the SSN page. Um, But uh, I had four teams. The first four teams I picked were 
were all filled. I think it was UAB, Troy, South Alabama, and somebody else. I can't remember. Um, but the next four teams I picked uh, after looking at certain schedules, JMU has um, some slots to fill. Coastal Carolina has some slots to fill. Um, Georgia Tech has some slot has one slot to fill, and UCF has two slots to fill. So those were my four teams. And out of out of all of them, Georgia Tech and Coastal Carolina were the top two. So, mm-hmm. but if you ask me, I would much rather have either James Madison or Coastal Carolina fill that last slot. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited to see because I mean, again, I mean, beat the beat the regular Gamecocks and then beat the the fake cocks. Um, so I think it'd be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it more than likely it won't happen, but you know, hey, JSU uh higher ups, if you're listening, it'd be great. Those um, four teams. Now, new uniforms. Okay. Um I like the uniforms. Do you have a picture of them? I do. Do you want me to send it to you real quick? Yeah, because I, I so somebody sent me like a screenshot of it, but I like have it like it wasn't a really good picture. So I, I would like to see what the uniforms look like. Um, I've been keeping up with it like digitally, but I haven't actually seen a lot recently. Um, so I've been so, keeping up with like stats and stuff. So the uniform itself, I actually like how simple it is what i am interested to see because we are re i mean we're rebranding to jack state not jacksonville state not jsu we're rebranding to jack state and so i like the uniform my question is the helmet what's on the other side of the helmet because you cannot tell me that only jack state is on that helmet Either that is because if you look at the picture, now I'm looking at it because that is not Jack State on the other side. Uh uh-uh. uh. That is, that has to be a Gamecock. That's what I'm thinking. So, if okay. So, if it's Jack State on one side and then you have the full Gamecock on the other side, oh, that's going to look tough. So, okay. So, is, is the white going to be our main uniform now or is that going to be red? Because in this picture, it's the I white have no one. idea. Because in the other picture, it's also white. Yeah. Okay, so, so here, here's my thought process on it. Because now I'm looking at it. Are we keeping the old jerseys too? I don't know. Um, I like it. I think the red is a little stronger, like vibrant, than what we've used in the past. I don't know. Maybe it's just the picture. Um, it's so I like small. this. It's so small, but the black lining mm-hmm. right here, I love it. I think I think it's a solid look. I think it's like a, a, kind of almost like a minimalist throwback almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I feel about the lettering, though. That's the one thing I'm, I'm still looking That's at. That's the same um, font that we've always had. Is it? Yes. Doesn't look like it. Yes. Well, regardless... I think it's interesting. I don't know if, if I love it. I think I need to see it like on the field. But again, I mean, at the end of the day, uniforms are only going to take you so far. Yeah, the one so. thing I would say that I would change, excuse me, 
is I would have the letters and even even Jack State, I would have it trimmed in black on the white jerseys. Yeah. Or I would just do like I, I think Jack State in front looks good, but I also just, just like JSU. I like I think that's just a solid look. That's just me personally. Um I like the helmets. I'd like to see what's on the other side of the helmet. Um just to kind of get an idea because is that a it's going to be the same thing every time type helmet or what? So I don't know. I okay. So surely we have a red version of this jersey. Surely, and we most definitely will have white pants. So my question is, will we have a white helmet to go with all of this? Probably not, unfortunately, because if the I fans anything, have been wanting a white helmet. For right. years now. But the problem is, and, and this is like even a problem in the NFL, it's the cost for helmets to have multiple helmets because they're designed for the players. So it's just a cost efficiency thing. So I doubt we'll see a white helmet anytime soon. Um, let us I win. I want a blackout uniform. I want a I was, blackout I was uniform. Just, I was just about to say that. Having a blackout jersey with a red, like a crimson, like a nice solid this red uh, for the helmet. Um, uh, with Black yeah. helmet. Black helmet. Mm, I don't know. I think it's too black much. Black helmet. <laughs> um, I would like to see a black jersey, though. Um, but that's just me. Um, last thing as far as activities go, as far as JSU, one of the big things that's come out is our basketball schedule. And there's a really big game that's going to be a part of that. And it is somebody in the Pac-12, and it is Utah. Yeah, I think this is the first like meeting out of all the sports between JSU and Utah. Um, Give them a warm, our, cocky welcome. Yeah. Um, our... Uh, our full schedule has not been announced. Like we have our conference schedule mm -hmm. and this I think is the only non-conference game that's been announced. So the actual schedule will, should be, it should be being, it, it should get released soon. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, the full schedule has not been released yet, but that's the only non-conference game that we know of. Well, I'm excited to see what it's going to end up turning out to be. I mean, obviously, as time gets closer, I mean, it's mm -hmm. basketball season just ended not too long ago. So and Utah is a um, power. Yeah, they are um, a basketball power. Right. So I don't know. I, I'll be interested to see. Um but no, there's no time like the present. You know that's in the that's in the future. But let's talk about what's gonna happen. So next week, next week, uh, JSU is going to Montgomery again, and we are gonna be playing SFA, aka Stephen F. Austin, in the kickoff classic. Um, so the the biggest question for me. Is who's going to be the quarterback? I don't because know. Nothing. Like, he will not. He will not announce it. So he's taking the NDSU approach, and he's not going to announce it until like the day of the game. So if you're not keeping up with it, okay. If you haven't checked our rosters, if you haven't looked at it, let's see. You still got Caldwell, 
Okay, who is a sophomore Which now? He's been getting a lot of reps. Okay, so you got Caldwell. I, I think that's who it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So you got Caldwell. You got Zion, Zion Webb. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, which if you don't remember, Zion got hurt in the spring mm-hmm. of 2021, mm-hmm. right? So he got hurt. Got hurt in the Delaware game. Mm-hmm. If he didn't get hurt, we would probably have went to the semis. Possibly. Um, we still have, we have a couple names on top of that. We have Chance Newman, uh, which I haven't heard a lot about Chance uh, mm-hmm. personally. Um uh, Hunter Rackett. He's a big guy, though. He would work out when I was at the rec center. You talking about Chance? Yes, he is big. Okay. Uh, Another name is Chance Rackett. From Cal Poly, yeah. From Cal Poly. And then apparently, okay, so I don't know if they've updated this roster, uh, the the list I'm looking at, but Zarek is still on this roster. I thought Zarek was done. He is. You're not looking at the right roster. Okay, I was making sure because I was pulling it up from uh, the score app and it says he's still on there. No, he's so he's not. But I think it's going to come down to I have not seen. So the only thing I've seen, though, is stuff about Matthew Caldwell, um, mm-hmm. which he looks solid. He's I think he's going as a sophomore this year or is he junior? I can't. I, I can't uh, keep up with sophomore. He's okay. a he's a red shirt freshman. No. He might be a red shirt freshman. I don't know. I think he's a sophomore because he was there last year and he had some really good reps. But I I think it's gonna come down to Zion and 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 Matthew. And I think Matthew's gonna take it. Um now that that's only on QB. QB only is good is only as good as the rest of the team. Now, as as far as where we're landing as far as like because let's face it, you're either a running back team, a wide receiver team, or you're a little bit of both. But where are we landing? Where do you think we're landing? Sorry, I was looking at the roster. What was the question again? <laughs> I was asking you. So, like, I've personally, I feel like football teams are one of three things. You're either a little bit good at both. Or your running back team, like your running game is is great, or your uh, or your catching game is great. So where are we sitting at this point? Because at one point, arguably speaking, we were we had some solid wide receivers. We were we were playing the catching game great. Our running game was not bad, but I don't think it was perfect. Um, so where do you think that we're landing? Are you, are you think we're more of a running team, or you think we're more of wide receivers and catching um i think it's gonna be a pretty uh, going off of like past seasons of um when rich rod was a head coach Mm -hmm. um it was very well balanced but more leaned more towards the run Mm -hmm. um so i don't know if he's going to stick with that or if he's going to kind of shake it up a little bit. Um, but, I mean, regardless, uh, I think most of our wide receivers and tight ends are returning. Um, I think a majority of our um, running backs are returning, too. I do know that we have Josh Samuels coming back. C.J. Fielder, uh, I think, is coming 
back. Um, we have a new guy from South Carolina, Reggie and Be- uh, Bennett. He's okay. short. Um, He's 5'9". I think Ron Wiggins is still Yeah, with Ron us is too. still with us. Um, now, as far as wide receivers go, I know, I think Pearson Baldwin's still, still around. Um, uh, Jordan McCants, he was... Mm-hmm. Well, actually, he's a freshman. I know why I know that name. He was at the school that I work work for. Okay. I saw him play last year. Um, yeah, they don't have the full roster set up. That's well, weird. Anyway. I think it'd be. I mean, but again, it's and and I'm not shooting down Stephen F. Austin because I know like. They they've had some solid games this past year, but I don't I don't see this being a difficulty. I don't see this being uh-uh. a difficult game. I personally, well, do you not remember what happened on homecoming last year? If we did not get those two early turnovers, we would have lost that game. Yeah, but I think. I, I think we see Matthew Caldwell being the spearhead for this team. Mm-hmm. I think if I think Rod is building around him, uh, hopefully he's building around him. Um, hopefully think, him and um, Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Um, now for the rest of the season, I think that's still up in the air. Um, I think for me personally, I need to see. I need to see us play first in this first game and then come back and, and, and talk to me later um, because our schedule starts with Stephen F. Austin. Davidson, dub. That's going to be a dub. Yes. Murray State, dub. dub. Tulsa, let me see Let me see how we play. Let me see how we – Yeah, let me see how we play To be determined. TBD, Nichols, dub. Um, and again, I have to see. I'm gonna say dub right now, but I have it might change after I see mm-hmm. how Nichols plays. Fair, uh, Kennesaw State. I don't even want to pick that game. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me later. Let's skip, let's skip that one. North Alabama, dub. dub. Southeastern Louisiana, probably a loss. I don't want to say it is, but it probably will be. Uh, Austin P. If we go off of history, pop probably a loss. <laughs> uh, uh, we could win those games, man. Yes. And we just, we just, ah. Uh, and it's at new, Austin new coach, P. new coach. That's what I'm believing. Yeah, and it's in Austin P. Uh, Eastern Kentucky. It, we better get this dub. Yeah, and then uh, Central Arkansas <laughs> at Central Arkansas. I want to say Will is going. Will is going to be very surprised. I'm gonna say that's a loss. I don't think you realize how hard it is to play on the stripes. I don't know. I see us going. What do you think? At best, at best, undefeated. At worst, probably three or four losses. Yeah, I mean, again, that Tulsa's still up in the air. Southeastern Louisiana is up in the air. Central Arkansas. And then uh, possibly Nichols or Kennesaw State. But it all depends I, on I what those teams look like. To... 
one, two, three, four, five are up in the air with Sela being, or slew, my bad, slew, because they will apparently jump on your butt for calling them Sela. Um, slew being the loss. Mm-hmm. That is that is the definite loss that I see right now. And it's, and it's at JSU. So that's and something that homecoming. Yeah, and that and you got to take that in consideration because think about Eastern Washington at home. We we didn't we didn't smoke them, but we did win. So maybe it's the same hype energy. Who knows? Um, I think the fact that we're playing at home against Kennesaw State is more in our favor, especially if the team mm-hmm. uh, and the fans show well, up. We thought that the first time we played them. Shh, it's fine. Um, we don't have a lot of home games. Do not have that many home games. We have Eastern Kentucky, Southeastern Louisiana, Kennesaw State, and Davidson. That's it. Uh, technically, Stephen F. Austin is a home game, but it's a neutral site field. Right, but I'm talking about like at JSU. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can four. tell you, I can tell you for me, I'm going to try to make sure I'm there at that Kennesaw State game. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to make it for homecoming. I'd like to make it for homecoming, but who knows? I will not be at the Kennesaw State game. Sad. Yeah, I have um, I have prior commit commitments for that day. Yeah, I do not that um, get, that that give me the monies. <laughs> so I think it's going to be interesting. Now, as far as Stephen F. Austin, uh, Brandon, what's your, what's your what's your prediction for that? What's your do I have to? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um. Last year was such a close game, and I think we did everything we could to lose that game, and we still won it. Um, Stephen F. Austin is a heavy favorite to win the WAC. Um, JSU is picked to, I think it's a top three finish in the A-Sun. Yeah, because we, we got... Uh... And technically, we are one of the top three conferences in the FCS now. Apparently. Go check your versus mobile app. <laughs> um, so, I, I don't know. Like, I hate that this is our first game because I didn't get to go to the spring game. I'm only going off of, like, the camp videos that I'm seeing. Um, and we look really good. And I haven't even seen anything of, of Stephen F. Austin. Mm-hmm. Like I have not seen a single thing about them. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to say this comes down to just like FSU. It's going to come down to the last second for either team. Mm-hmm. I, I think this game is going to be decided by who has the ball last. Mm. I'm going to say Cox by 14. <sighs> Listen, remember that I am the optimist. I am the optimist. And I'm somebody's got to believe somebody's got to believe in this team, y'all, uh, because that guy up there does not always, but I'm going to pick our team every time. I'm I'm going to go I J- know that it's a definite loss. I'm going to go JSU by 2. Three. I was going to say three, but okay. Uh, I Going off of what I said, it depends on who has the ball last. Mm-hmm. 
I think we still have Karajik. Um, and his leg is freaking amazing. Um, I will say it comes down to a last second field goal. And JSU wins. Well, with that being said, y'all, that was it for the first episode of this new season. Of course, we want to thank everybody. And if again, if you're not following us on uh, all of our social media platforms, first off, what are you doing with your life? Uh, but you can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook, uh, cocky underscore nation. Uh, on Facebook, look up Cocky Nation, a JSU podcast. Um, and then again, we are still part of the FCS fan nation. So please go follow all of our friends, uh, that are part of other podcasts, especially, uh, those that may be a little bit smaller. Um, so again, we need all the support. All FCS fan nations needs the support, but it's finally time to say it again, Brandon. You ready? Well, you know, go Gamecocks and fear the beak. Fear the beak. Thank <laughs> you.